You are now experiencing the monthly at Winifred's. Here's a for you. Here's a candle. Hey, welcome. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't help myself, sorry. No, no, I don't blame you. <laughs> it's 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 infectious um it is <laughs> and uh, i missed them <laughs> i know how good was last week's episode sorry we're just going to tangent for a second <laughs> yeah it was so good i got to i got to watch it on youtube and i was just like yay i mean it was short but it was so good <laughs> yeah short and sweet yeah um and kevin just loves his his chat Again, I was like, oh, God, no, stop. I love you, Kev, but fuck. It's like, oh, wait, what did we miss? Oh, this happened. Okay, let's talk about it. Yeah, that was great. Um, for those, Yeah, for those who just tuned in to us now, I don't know why you've been listening this entire two minutes. Um, <laughs> less than two minutes. Uh, yeah, we were, you know, just talking about Fat Man Beyond, uh, Kevin Smith. Finally finished filming uh, Clerks 3. Um, yep. So he's back to do Fat Man Beyond with Mark Bernardin uh, back in Hollywood, which is great. Uh, it's our, one of our favorite podcasts that we like to listen it is. to. Because there are two funny men who are very wise and talk about nerdy shit. And we love it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. We need, to, <laughs> we need to try and get a Jeff's Kiss t-shirt for you. I'm, we I'm, really do. I'm sure they're, I'm sure they're sold out. Again, they probably sold it. But out. if they do a re rerun or reissue or whatever you want to call it, we need to jump on that bandwagon. Oh I yeah. Think. Yes. <laughs> or we make our own. Or we just make our own. Yes, why not? <laughs> Dedicate it to the Fat Man Beyond podcast. Literally. You know, you almost forgot how to end the podcast in this episode. I know. He's like, wait, <laughs> like, how, how do we, we end, end this? this again? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> He's like, oh yeah, Jeff's kiss. Jeff's kiss. Like, how can you? How could you forget Jeff's kiss, Kevin? Come on. Like it was. It's been what a month or so for him. Yeah, it has been a long time. Yeah, it's been a long time. Um, but yeah, it's good to have those boys back. And I should also segue and say it's good to be back with you, of course. Yay! Yes. Another monthly. Yes. Still in separate Fred sheds, but you know. We are. Yes, we probably won't be back together t- again until November, I would say. Um, probably, yeah. So, something to look forward to. Mm-hmm. That's going to be great, because I miss you a lot. Yes, I want to give you a great big hug. I know. <laughs> oh, hugs are the best. <laughs> uh, yes, we're here, you know. Staying as as Wayne likes to say, keeping together while staying apart. Yes. Um, or well, keep staying together while keeping ourselves apart. I think that's the the phrase. Um, <laughs> um, but it's good to be back, of course. Uh, sadly, I mean September's kind of a non-event month for us. Um, yeah. I mean, lockdown got extended. Uh, it was announced pretty much at the beginning of the month. That it was just going to be an indefinite sort of extension until they could, uh, you know, everyone could start to get vaccinated and vaccinated and vaccinated. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah, things have been cancelled and postponed again and again and again and again. Uh, but, yeah, Fulia, you and I both had 
shared experiences, though. Uh, yes. Important things and, and mm-hmm. crazy things that happened um, in this quiet month of uh, September. Uh, do you want to you wanna go first and tell, tell people how your month was? So um, I'd say the most, the one major thing that is very important um, and big uh, for me and Kendall. Yeah. Was that we both got our first dose of the vaccine. Yeah, we did. <laughs> Finally. I know. <laughs> so exciting. Yes. Oh. I'm very, very happy to have gotten vaccinated so far. Mm-hmm. Half done, half to go. Um, the first, so this first one, they, and we got Pfizer. Yes. And the first one they said is like you'll get like mild symptoms, like maybe a headache, a sore arm. Um, you might feel a little run down, but that's about it. Um, which I did. I got I got the sore arm that felt like someone came and punched me. <laughs> so it felt like it was bruised. Mm. Um, and I also had the sort of a mild headache that just went all over, kind of. Um, for me, so it was, it was annoying, but it was tolerable. It was tolerable. Yeah. So it was fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but other, other than that, I, I was okay. Like I had a a little bit of a sore neck as well, but yeah, other than that, I was fine. Um, the second dose apparently is the one that hits you. Yeah. (laughs) Not looking forward to that one. No, neither am I, but Gotta get to that uh, eighty percent. Yeah, so we can go live our lives outside. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's that's pretty much one major thing that's happened this month um, for us. Um, I'm not sure what else has happened specifically for me, apart from the fact that I've been streaming as per usual. Um, I got back into uh, streaming again. Um, I think. I probably mentioned this last month, but I've been streaming um, a game called Life is Strange, um, which has been really good. So I played the first one in um, in the lead up to the new Life is Strange game that just got released a couple of weeks ago called True Colors. Um, so I played through the first one. Very interesting storyline. Uh, a lot of decisions that you, you have to make. And those decisions have consequences to the story, mm. which is really, really interesting for me in terms of a game, uh, in terms of a game. So um, I really enjoyed that aspect. It really touches on a lot of heavy topics. Um, so there are like triggers to mental health issues and, you know, stuff that is very negative that would have happened, like, you know, getting, you know, being drugged. Um, you know, being abused and all that sort of stuff. So it does touch on really heavy stuff. It also touches on, there's a scene in the game, in the first game, where someone is very suicidal because mm. she's being bullied, mm. which is really, really rough to play through. Yeah. Um. So, but overall, the game, the story, the aesthetics... Um, the actual gameplay itself was actually really, really good. I really, I really enjoyed it. The main thing with these games is that the music is on point. Like it's like in the first Life is Strange game, the music is, it sounds very sad and melancholy, but it's 
but it's just very pleasant to the ear, and I really like that. Uh, a lot of acoustic guitar playing and all that sort of stuff. I really enjoy that as well. The new game. So in the first game, there. So each game will have a different type of power that your protagonist will be yielding. So in the first game, this character had the ability to rewind time, to be able to redo things. If she's made mistakes, she can redo them. In the sec, in sorry, not the second one. In this one, like uh, True Colors, the character has the ability to um, feel what the other person is feeling. She has a power of empathy, so she can see um, an aura around another person, whether they are angry, sad, scared, or happy. Mm-hmm. She can see it, and then she could use that to her advantage to help them. So she's like a human mood ring. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> the other cool thing about this game was that she can also take away those particular feelings if it's very negative. Like, for instance, there was a scene where a character was really angry about someone, about a situation, and our character, we decided, and you don't have to do it, but... Like I said, the decisions you make will create a consequence in for the rest of the story. We decided to take away her anger, the other character's anger. But because we did that, we've bottled up that anger. Oh. And then later on, we find out information about something and that anger is then thrown out to the people we care that we're with yeah. in that scene. Um, and it's, it's very confronting. It is very, it is very interesting. Um, and it's a, and this particular game actually teaches you, um, about being empathetic. Yeah. And I really love that. Um, that's good. There are other powers into the other games. I haven't gone into the other games yet. I'm looking into playing the other ones as well. Um, Apparently, they're really good, so I want to go and check them out as well. But, yeah, apart from that, so I yeah, played that. Finished Life is Strange True Colors um, today on the day of recording. Ah, oh, cool. On stream, which was really cool. The other cool thing about this game was you can um, connect the game and your Square Enix account to have your viewers vote on some of the decisions that are being made in oh, the game. Oh, interactive. Very interactive, yes. <laughs> and it's a lot of fun. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I really enjoyed that aspect of this game. So that was really cool. And, yeah, I think that's pretty That's pretty much been my highlight of the month. My highlight of the month is being, play, being able to play Life is Strange. <laughs> the, the, the big major one. I've been watching a lot of shows and movies and stuff as well. Um, we've been watching What If uh, for a podcast called Fred. So if you want to hear our views on that, you can go check it out on that podcast. Um, I We also got the chance to watch um, Star Wars Visions that just recently got released. Um, and I really like that. And yeah, just been, just been binging. <laughs> nice. How about you, Kendall? How's your mum been? <laughs> 
yeah, yeah, good. Um, yeah, again, vaccinated, one dose down. Um, really, really great. Um, very, very happy that that's that's you know I was I was so happy um, that I'd finally had it. I was just this giddy kind of manic wreck in when I was talking to the the nurse like I was embarrassing myself so much it was just like I was just my words were all over the place I was just so like jittery from the excitement of like oh my god I can't believe this is happening oh it was great um (laughs) so that's 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 good uh and yeah um Oh boy, I wish I had more to say. Because <laughs> yeah, apart from that, it's just you know, it's been again just watching a bunch of stuff. Um, I did. I, I mentioned this on podcast call for the other day, but I, I did have a really good day of just binging X Files last week, which was just awesome. Because I'm nearly finished season two now, uh, which is great. And I just yeah had a really strong run of episodes that really got me super invested in the show and the characters and everything. So that was exciting. Um, I'll say it again: this show really just holds up after, you know, it first aired twenty-seven years ago. So it's still quality, high-quality uh, television. Um, so I'm really glad that I've finally gotten around to watching it, and I knew I'd like it. I'm like it's exactly my kind of show. It's sci-fi. It's supernatural. You know, it's it's just it's awesome. Um, it kind of does have a supernatural vibe, as in the show Supernatural vibe, ah. because it's because like every episode has you know your two main characters in it, and they're solving cases. So it's has a similar structure to Sam and Dean going out and hunting creatures and hunting okay. demons and stuff. Like, it's very similar just in the way it's kind of structured. Um, yeah. So, I, and, <laughs> and so that's all, that makes it kind of a lot of fun and uh, extra little bit enjoyable, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah. So that's, that's that. Uh, still haven't seen Shang-Chi and I'm still very upset about it. Um, <laughs> Neither have I. Yeah, I know. And I'm seeing all this merch pop up everywhere and I'm like, oh. I know. Not to go back to Fat Man Beyond, but when I when the, they had their episode last week and they were talking about everything, they were going over so much content and they, they completely didn't talk about Shang-Chi. And I was like, oh, yes, I'm out of the woods. <laughs> I'm out of the woods. They're not going to talk about it. And then literally someone in the chat brought it up and then they talked about it near the end of the show for like 10 minutes or something. And I was like driving to work at the time. So I was just hitting skip, 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 skip. <laughs> My, I don't want to know. On my I watch, know. I was like, I don't know how many, I don't know what kind of spoilers they're going to go into, but yeah. I don't want to risk it, so I'm just like, I'm not going to listen. So um, I've already forgotten what they've said, so. Well, that's fine. That's good. <laughs> I've already had one thing Shang-Chi related spoiled for me, so I'm, um, yeah, I would like to avoid others. Uh, I'm still good so. and fresh, so good. I want to keep it that way. No, good. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, so that's, that's, that's a shame, but, um, we will get to it. Hopefully, uh, in November, we'll be able to go see Shang, uh, Shang-Chi, do a Shang-Chi Eternals doubleheader, um, yeah. I reckon, because <laughs> they'll both be out at the same time. Uh, and yeah, and then lastly, the other thing to mention is that there was an earthquake 
Oh, um, yeah. That was a thing, wasn't it? <laughs> that was it? a thing. <laughs> On the same day, I went to get my first dose, too. Um, I was at work that day. I know you were. Um, <laughs> yeah. Man, that was an experience. It was crazy. Um, crazy. Because, you know, for those listening, if you're uh, international listeners, um, we here in Melbourne, here in Victoria, earthquakes are not common. Um, no. Not at all. Uh, you know, you talk to our friends in New Zealand, there's a different story. But, um, you know, we're not on a fault line or anything. So very few and far between earthquakes. Like there was a there was a small tremor that happened like a year or so ago um, that some people felt. I didn't feel that at all. I don't um, think I felt it either. But that one, that one was like a two or a three on the Richter scale. So it wasn't a very big one. However, this one we experienced last week was a 5.9. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> a big motherfucker. Um, <laughs> and it woke me up. <laughs> Holy crap. I was at home. I was at home um, last Wednesday. Luckily, I had the day off. And um, yeah, I was just, I was kind of in that haze when you're you're awake, but you're you're not like, I was kind of asleep, but not asleep. It was weird. Um, Because I wanted to go back to sleep for a bit longer. Because I I think something woke me up earlier. And I was like, no, I want more sleep. Um, So I was in this like weird kind of haze thing. And then... Yeah, and then my building just started to shake, and I was like, what the hell's going on? Like, it just, I thought it was just the normal sounds, the creaking and shifting sounds my building makes. You know, it's quite, con- not not super constant, but like, you know, it's often enough that, um, that I'm just like, oh yeah, that's fine, whatever. But then it didn't stop, and it got louder, and it, I literally got up out of bed and like hugged the door frame, <laughs> and I was just like... <laughs> Am I am I gonna die? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, it felt like the building was gonna come down. I was so scared. It was just f- wow. freaky, and it, yeah, it lasted nearly twenty seconds. And yeah, my God. Luckily, no, there were no casualties, no serious injuries sustained. But the crazy thing was, the Quakers felt pretty much all across Victoria, um, and even as far as places like Adelaide and down in Tasmania and up in Canberra and mm. New South Wales, they felt it as well. So it was massive, massive. Um, yeah. Yeah. What was your earthquake experience for you? Uh, so I was talking to my store manager at the time and while I was at work out the back with very high shelves stacked to the brim with PlayStations. <laughs> <laughs> And um, all of a sudden, I could feel the ground shake. I saw the shelves moving side to side. That was the thing that freaked me out, mostly. Yeah. And then all I heard was one staff member running out saying, earthquake, earthquake. And my store manager all of a sudden bolts. (laughs) And he's like, everyone get out over the over the over the speaker over the radio and I'm like oh crap and I just started running as well <laughs> so we all went out into the loading bay and we waited for about 10 minutes to make sure that we could go back you know there was nothing else was going to happen there was not going to be any aftershocks and then we were fine <laughs> Our hi-fi guy was all the way out into the car park. 
Because he was the first person to feel it. Yeah, and he just took he off. bolted. Yeah, he, he didn't stop. <laughs> but the rest of us, we pretty much like came out as quickly as we could, and we just waited in the loading bay to make sure that it was safe to go back in. But like, man, I I, I was. Like, I was a bit shocked, to be honest, because I've never felt an earthquake before. And that no, was the first same. time. Yeah. And so when I got back in, I was a bit, because I was so shook up, pun intended, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it took me a while to get back into the routine of working. <laughs> yeah, I don't blame you. If, I, if I'd have been at work when it happened, I imagine I would have been a bit uneasy for a, yeah. for a while. But yes. I but heard, um, well, from what I heard from my people uh, that I work with, they were just super chill about it. Like they were, <laughs> they didn't, they didn't evacuate. Um, they, oh, really? <laughs> no. They all, wow. they all stayed in the building, but they said they, because my, my store um, is in a, a shopping center um, and it's on the second floor. Um, they were saying that they could feel the building swaying. Oh. For a bit. Like, and I was like, I don't like that. I would have got no. the fuck. Out. I would have got the fuck out. I'd be like, peace, I'm out. <laughs> All the best. Um, you're on the second floor. We were on the first floor. I know. You're on the well. You're on the gra- ground floor. Ground floor. Yeah. Because there's no, there's no, there's no multiple floors where we are. No. My shopping center is just all one floor. Yeah. So you could have just, you know, get out. But ours is a multi-story shopping center. Yes. Yeah. So, it's, so I, but yeah, apparently, yeah, they were not phased at all. <laughs> Really? And nothing really happened. They were just like, yep, all right. Let's keep doing click and collects, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah, interesting time. So that's literally the most exciting thing about September. Um, mm. we, got, we got vaccinated and there was an earthquake. Earthquake, yeah. Basically. <laughs> Let's see what o- October brings, huh? No pressure. <laughs> no pressure, October. Oh, boy. Um, well, enough of that. Um, yeah. <laughs> we've been watching, of course, as we mentioned, a bunch of stuff. And one of the big things we watched was the final season of Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Oh, yeah. Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. <laughs> oh, so sad that it's over. Um, yeah. But... Folia and I wanted to spend this episode of the monthly basically just discussing our thoughts on the show's final season, you know, even maybe the show as a whole, I don't know, we'll see what happens, Um, (laughs) talk about our favourite moments, favourite episodes, maybe a top three characters, maybe, 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 if we can do it. Um, um, yeah, yeah, because you know we we both big fans, and I will. If I hope I'm I'm remembering correctly, but I'm fairly certain I I introduced you to this show. I think you did. I did. Yeah, credit. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I knew it. I knew it because I tried to. That's right. Because I tried to get you to watch Parks and Rec, and you didn't like it. And then I was like, all right, let's try Brooklyn Nine-Nine, which is, which I, I, I wasn't sure if you would like because, you did, A, you didn't like Parks and Rec because, I mean, because like it's, they're made by the same, some of the same people, some of the same creators, writers that worked on Parks and Rec also work on Brooklyn Nine-Nine. So I was like, oh, I don't know how this is going to go. But it worked out and now it's like one of your favorite shows. 
So. It is. It is. Look, uh, I'm a I'm a sucker for I'm a sucker for a crime procedural type of you show. You are. You are. I really love them. Um, and the fact that it also had some good humor in it as well, um, which for me wasn't too cringeworthy. I have to admit. The, I think the reason why I couldn't do Parks at Rec was because it got too cringy for me. So, yeah, so <laughs> there is some humor in that on the cringe side, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, so this one definitely had me hooked in from the beginning and I was like, okay, I'm very interested in these characters. They sound interesting uh, and I want to know more. <laughs> Good. Yeah. Good. Um yeah, I think there's just something about the not just the writing of the show, but it's just the way that this cast embodies these characters and just like delivers, and the um, way they interact with each other too. Exactly, they all have such good chemistry with each other. Like I, I imagine they're all going to be friends for life after this. Oh, for sure, hundred um, percent. Yeah, I would not be surprised by that at all. Um, cool. Well, um, let's get into it. Um, Fulia, talk us through some of your favorite moments or moment. Um, you don't have to pick one. You can pick, pick a few if you like, um, from the last season. Um, so in terms of favorite moments, it's, it was a little bit hard to sort of decide, um, only because my memory is not that great. So (laughs) (laughs) having to go through them and read their synopsis to sort of refresh my memory, um, so I knew what I was thinking about, um, made it a little bit easier. Um, in terms of favorite moments, I think I can probably decide on one right now. The moment where, um, Holt and Kevin were renewing their vows. Yes. Um, and the, the one moment that really <laughs> made me giggle was when they, <laughs> when they were interacting with Cheddar. <laughs> Oh my god! Because <laughs> apparently Cheddar knew what was happening and was going to squeal <laughs> to Kevin. Yeah, that was so good. <laughs> I love how Cheddar became a character. Like he's more than just their dog. Like he's yeah. a legit character. Exactly. <laughs> Such a great, great dog. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that. That was kind of my favorite moment, just their interaction with with Cheddar. Yeah. Just, you know, being like, Cheddar, no. And they're actually talking to the dog as if it's responding to them. Yeah. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It's so so funny. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely definitely my favorite moment in the the show. Okay. (laughs) Nice. How about you? What's your favorite moment or moments? Um, well, yeah, I think I've got a few. Um, like I was rewatching little clips and stuff today to try and jog my memory a bit because we will say that obviously we're recording this. The show wrapped up a couple of weeks ago now. Um, and so the first episode is aired a while ago. So it's memory. We're old people. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but regardless, um, yeah, I, the, I was reminded of a really funny moment that I really liked during episode two, The Lake House, where for some reason, I can't remember the reason if there even was one, but Rosa is like stoned. She's like high the whole time. And oh. 
So basically, my favorite, some of my favorite parts in that episode came from just her being out of her gourd on on whatever she'd taken, <laughs> yes. and just and the way she would respond to the environment around her, and like yep. there's this one particular moment where it's early on where she's like sitting, like they're all in like the main like room, the main lounge room of of the house, and. Um, and, you know, the revelation of, like, you know, uh, that they manipulated the situation and Holt and Kevin are both there and all this. Um, and then <laughs> Rosa just, <laughs> she just starts laughing. <laughs> like, like in this just, like, hilarious, like, deep cackle sort of a laugh. But, and it's just so good. And then, but she's not even laughing at the situation. She's literally laughing because she's, like, my edibles just kicked in, she said. Yeah. <laughs> and I just, I, I lost it. I thought it was fucking fantastic. That's so good. Yeah, fucking brilliant. Um, I loved that. I loved, in, in that same episode too, there's a really lovely scene between uh, Holt and Kevin where Kevin, Kevin's been stung by some bees and he can't see because his eyelids have swollen over. Yeah. <laughs> And the two of them, they both have this uh, love for for um, bird watching. Yes. Um, and they've, you know, cu- finally it's happened. They've come across this elusive bird that is so rare. Um, and, and, of course, you know, Kevin can't even see it. And then Holt <laughs> decides to describe it to Kevin. And the way he <laughs> describes it, instead of saying, you know, talking about, like, the, sh- the sheen or the shine of the feathers or the spots or the... He literally calls it by every single colour, but not, like, brown or, or white. It's it's the Pantone colour IDs. Yes! <laughs> and I was like, I think, I think Holt has peaked. <laughs> like, this is the most Holt, the Holtiest Holt to ever Holt, really. Yeah. Oh, man. I... Oh, mwah. Just hilarious. So good. <laughs> it was so, it was so, so funny. Um, what else could I mention? Um, I really liked, honestly, the PB&J episode just as a whole was pretty fantastic because it was our farewell to Doug Judy. Um, and, um, you know, I love Craig Robinson. He's such a funny, funny actor. I've, um, my God. So him and just seeing him and Peralta together, um, Andy Samberg, they have great chemistry. Uh, and comedic timing with each other. So I'm so glad they were able to bring him back for one more episode. Um, so I, I pretty much just enjoyed their banter throughout the whole thing. And the quiz that Boyle administers to see which of them is the better friend. Um, <laughs> I thought that was that was a really fun moment. Um, what else? Um I think, okay, I think, well, okay, again, probably the Game of Boils episode again is another episode as a whole that I, I enjoyed so much because anytime the Boyle family comes into it, you're in for a good time. <laughs> uh, so that was great. Was not expecting that twist regarding uh, our Boyle not actually being a Boyle. But then- I know. I was like, wait, <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. But then he turns out to be... The tr- the one true boil. The because, one true boil. Because he opens it. Oh my god! <laughs> it's so so good. Um, um, but no, my two two final moments I'll mention 
Um, and if anything, if, if, seriously, fully, if there's anything else you want to mention, <laughs> I will throw to you again because I feel like I've said a lot. Because I can't pick a favorite moment. Well, actually, I will pick a favorite moment. But before I do that, <laughs> um, I just really liked um, the scene where Holt and Kevin get back together. Yeah. Um, it was so nice. It just was so sweet. It was so sweet and so romantic just to see because we'd never really gotten um, too much of the romance. Like we'd never really seen too much of their romance on screen. Um, so it was really, really nice for, for the show to, you know, finally go all in on two men kissing each other uh, and holding each other in the rain as as uh, Rosa and Amy watch on and <laughs> and and Rosa's like Nancy Myers never fails like I, that yes was, <laughs> ah that was, it was such a beautiful moment I got so emotional and then but no my favorite if I had to pick an absolute favorite the whole season it's in the last episode and it's that scene where uh, it's right near the end Holt and Jake are sitting at Jake's desk the both of them having now just you know, quit the NYPD, like Holt's retired and, and Jake has decided to step away so he can be a, a full-time uh, father for Mac. Um, so Amy can actually, you know, be awesome because she's about to be a police chief, which is super cool. Um, but they have this lovely exchange where Holt is, you know, he actually finally says to Jake, you know, if I had ever had a son, I would want him to be someone like you. Is kind of basically what he says. Mm. And just the look on Jake's face. And then I started crying watching this. And and then he ma- <laughs> and then he makes a joke and he says, title of your sex film. Yes. <laughs> and then just the look the look on Jake's face. Like he's about to combust. Like it was just oh. Oh, it was oh, it was gorgeous. Yeah, love it. That was that's ha- hands down my favorite moment this whole season. It was just <laughs> it combined uh, feelings and and comedy, feelings and funny, if you will. Yeah, in, in in one scene, and that was just yeah. Well, I think that's what Brooklyn Nine Nine became really good at was uh, tackling the emotions on top of the hystericalness um, of some of the more zanier parts of the show. But yeah. I think Any, I've remembered go. some moments. Please tell me, <laughs> tell me, tell me, tell me. Um, so in the um, the last, the sort of the finale episodes, I'll say. Mm-hmm. Um, the just the moment where Terry loses his shit when he finds out that the that his interview was a setup yeah. as part <laughs> of the um. Oh, what is it? The, the heist. The heist. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. He just demolishes this office from head to toe. Yeah. Because he's like so mad. <laughs> it was great. <sighs> it was great. And then to have the, you know, the next cut to him be like, you know, Holt telling him no it was a real interview like he's in there for this reason and this reason like you you know you've ru- you've ruined it you know it's it's ruined but then then there's another twist on top of that it actually was a setup the whole time yeah 
Very clever. I really liked it. Uh, yeah. So good. So funny. <laughs> I love Terry. I have to say. Yeah, he's great. He's so hilarious. <laughs> uh, even if he doesn't mean to be, you know, really sort of like, he doesn't mean to be the other kind of characters that are in this show. He wants to be serious. He wants to be mm. good at his job. He mm-hmm. he just wants to make sure that he, you know, he does his job well and he goes back to his family and... <laughs> But then it comes to these an- these little antics that come through, and I'm just like, oh wow. <laughs> um, another episode's moment that I will mention is in the setup where Rosa and uh, Amy get drunk, <laughs> yeah, trying to get Frank O'Sullivan drunk, yeah. Where they switch places yeah. every time. How Frank did not realize that Amy and Rosa were two different people astounds me. <laughs> I think he literally just didn't care. Like, Probably. Because, like, that's how much of a racist he is. He, like, yeah. he didn't notice because he didn't care. Yeah. yeah. But, like, if... But that's just my kind of interpretation of it. But if it was just literally effective, he was just that oblivious. <laughs> then, then I can I also kind of buy that. Um, yeah. But I love that. I love that scene too. You know, <laughs> seeing they got them so drunk. smashed. Oh man, <laughs> so funny. <laughs> oh my goodness! I, I feel like that was probably one of my favorite moments. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, so, well, we've gone over some moments um, that we really enjoyed. Do you think, Fulia, you could pick a favorite episode of the final season or, or we could do a top three if you can't pick? I'm happy. Um, I'm going to say my favorite – I think my favorite episode is – uh, or maybe one of two, actually. Game of Boils was good. Yes. I really enjoyed that, seeing all the different Boils members. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, um, not to mention Jake having his chance to solve another crime. Um, <laughs> yeah. even, though he, even though Terry's like, but you're, we're not here to do that. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um and the fact that, you know, Amy and Rosa were trying to get Holt to go out dating again. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah. But then they realize it's it's just it's not going to happen because they're meant to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin and Holt meant to be forever. Yeah. Um and I'm going to say um, the follow-up to that episode, the new renewal, is also my favorite. Yeah. Just the fact that, you know, it's the day of the wedding and all of a sudden they have to do work. And Kevin yeah. mentions to Holt not to work on their renewal day, but he does it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so they have to go behind Kevin's back to try and solve this this case 
to the point where he then finds out that he was working. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. It was a very good episode. Yeah. And then they I think they're my two favorite. They're my two favorite episodes. Nice. For sure. <laughs> Great. Yes. Very good choices. What are your favorite episodes? Um, well, um, first I would really like to give just an honorable mention to episode one, the good ones. Um, because this was, this is probably the most divisive episode of the entire last season. Um, because at first, like when I watched it, I was like, I, no, I really like it. And it's really important and I'm glad they've done what they've done. Um, but then, um, I went on when I was looking at IMDb earlier. Either people have review bombed it, or a lot of people just didn't like it because it only has a four point nine rating on IMDb. Oh, wow, which, which is surprising because it's it's a very high caliber episode. But um, I can maybe understand that some of the content may have come across as either either heavy handed or forced. I can see why people may interpret it that way. There was a part where I felt maybe a little bit that was the case, but other than that, it didn't bother me. I I didn't think that was the point anyway. Like it's something like you know dealing with racism and dealing with police brutality and dealing with as well like making fun of the pandemic was you know it's these are important real world issues and you know the show's never not really you know it's tackled stuff like this before, um, but this was the first time that it really kind of shone a light. And um, was a result of just everything that happened in 2020. Like they, they said that um, they'd, they'd already started working on the final season. Um, and then they were like, no, we're going to rework it now. Because as a police sitcom, you know, they can't... And a very popular sitcom that has the ability to maybe influence people, right? Like, you know, they need to make that kind of conscious choice to think about what they're saying. Um, and especially because, you know, one of the things I've always applauded Brooklyn Nine-Nine for is its diversity in the cast. Mm. Um, yeah, your main character is a white man, but the rest of the cast, um, majority of, are people of colour. Yeah. Uh, and that's fantastic. Um and, it, it, you know, it's how, how shows should be, you know. And then we also have multiple different uh, sexual orientations represented. So it's just, it's been a very, always been a very diverse show to me. And, but I really loved, there was one moment in the first episode where um, Amy and Holt, like Holt reveals to Amy that he and Kevin separated. And then he goes on to explain why. And it's due in part to the fact that uh, everything, you know, ev- all the, you know, the, the police targeting black people in the US um, and the fact that Holt is a part of that system on top of also being a black man. Um, and so he and Kevin clearly came to blows over certain issues and, and, and had to, you know, take some time apart to work it all out. And uh, that when he said all that, that really, like, I was like, whoa, that's heavy. Like, but I, it was so, like, I'm so happy that the show addressed all that stuff though and the same reason as to why Rosa left the force because she was like I'm done I don't want to be associated with this kind of mentality yeah um, like I really respected her for making that decision like that was really important as well 
Um, and the fact that they let Jake come to the conclusion finally at the end of the episode that he might be part of the problem, you know. So it was nice that the show found a way to kind of balance comedy and the drama in this opening episode to really just kind of make this statement of, you know, we support these communities and, you know, we will not stand for this injustice and all these awful things that happen in the world. Um, you know, I mean, it didn't have, they didn't have to do it, but I'm glad they did. Mm. And, and then just the, I, I really just loved the, the pandemic joke opening up with like uh, Jake and Boyle, you know, doing social distancing high fives with his like large, like, <laughs> I don't even know, like fly swats with hands on the end yeah. sort of thing. That was very funny. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, I was surprised the pandemic wasn't addressed more because like for the first few episodes, you could see people wearing masks in the background and stuff like the extras were wearing masks um, in the at the precinct. Um, but yeah, there wasn't too much COVID relatedness. And that's fine, I suppose. Um, you know, we watch this show to get away from reality, you know, and you don't want to constantly be reminded of it, I suppose. If like mm. every episode was just going to be like, they're all wearing masks. Like, oh no. Oh no. But anyway, it's fine. So I just wanted to really shout out uh, that stuff that they did because it's super important. Um, so now to bring the mood back up because I just <laughs> dropped the mood by like, you know, layers um (laughs) (laughs) in terms of my favorite episodes um gosh it is really hard i'm gonna try and pick pick three um but it is it's so difficult because one thing i was constantly saying to people about this last season as i was going through it and watching it was just it just made me sad to to remember that the show's ending because the quality of these episodes was just so great like, yeah. all these episodes are up there with some of the best, I think, of um, previous seasons, really. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be very hard for me to pick a, a couple <laughs> of episodes. But, um, I mean, I I have to mention, again, The Lake House. Like, I just – there was just so much to love about it, you know. Um, the the way Jake's trying to get, you know, Holt and Kevin back together. Um uh, <laughs> again, the scene with the Pantone colors was great, <laughs> um, and and then this the and and then Rosa of course being Rosa high as fuck, and um, and Amy I really enjoyed uh, Mama Amy uh, taking it to boil when he accidentally locks Lil Mac in the room. <laughs> And then, and then Boyle witnesses the adrenaline power of a mother as, yes. she, as she knocks down the door to get to him. And it was just great. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So there was just a lot to love in the lake house. I really enjoyed that episode quite a bit. Um, oh, man. God, it's so hard, Fully. I can't do this. Um, okay. I might just, I might just say... I gotta. I, I have to mention PB and J again. Just, I can't. I really do love um, <laughs> Doug Judy as a character, like as a returning character to the show. Mm. Like he's just, he's just very funny, uh, and their their bromance is kind of spectacular. Um, and I especially love the tigers and toucans. Um, <laughs> <laughs> their matching tracksuits were just, yeah, just wonderful. Um, His and was, sister's a little annoying. I was going to say, well, it was good to see Trudy Judy come back. But, yeah, she was a bit annoying. Um, 
another another foil and uh, or thorn in Jake's side, I should say. Mm. But um, but yeah, but no, I I just enjoyed that last ride they had together. Like it was a bit of a bit of an adventure, mm. and it was a shame. Like I really didn't want, I really didn't want uh, Boyle to be right about um about Doug Judy betraying Peralta just to escape. Um. Because I was just like, no, they're best friends. Like, they need to be, you know, he's going to prison. That's it. He tried yeah, but to you go know straight. he's going to end up foiling him. <laughs> but I know, but I, I didn't want it. Yeah, I know. I, know. I didn't want it. But it did I, was, make- I, I had an inkling of hope as well. And then it just fluttered away because I yeah. knew it was just going to be like, nah, he's going to try and escape again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it did make for a fun, adventurous episode, I suppose. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and then of course my absolute favorite, I have to say, were was the the finale two parter, the last yeah. day, hands down, the best episode this season for me. My favorite, um, a, such a great way to end the show, because you know we were, I think we were all starting to wonder when's the heist, when is the heist. I mean, what are we doing? And, you know, of course, they finish the show with a heist. Yeah. Could you be more Brooklyn Nine-Nine than that? I don't think so. Um, So they decide to have a heist to celebrate um, or commemorate, if you will, uh, Holt's uh, retirement. Um, But then Jake and Amy are trying to use it as a way to actually um, send off Jake because he's decided to leave. The force, um, and everything just goes batshit crazy. Mm-hmm. There's lots of twists and turns and reveals, and Gina comes back. I know. <laughs> oh, that t-shirt though. <laughs> oh my god! I want all of them. All of the t-shirts. <laughs> Yet another surprise reveal. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's the fucking best. I was so glad. They got Chelsea Peretti to come back and do this. Like I, I that was. I was thing. I'm not surprised they got her back, be, being yeah. that it was the final season and absolutely the final episodes. So I'm, I'm glad too that they brought her back. Yeah, yeah. I was worried as well because like the same thing about they haven't done a heist yet. You know, they hadn't brought Gina back yet, and we were going into the last episode, and it's just like where the hell's Gina? And then she showed up, and I was like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> thank. God, um, but no, I really loved the um, the the heist and all the like places it took them. Like they they uh, ended up visiting Wunch's uh, resting place, <laughs> so he got a final a, f- <laughs> a, f- a final s- bit of sass from Holt about Wunch, which was just oh, <laughs> amazing. Like was that like ma- a balloon arch? Yeah, he he built a balloon. So they brought back. It was like a double reference. They brought back the Holtz balloon arch from pre- the previous seasons, and then uh, Wunch, of course. Such a shame they killed her off. But um, but no, it it, it still makes for a great uh, moment <laughs> here, um, in the show. So that was good as well, uh, and references to to the singing. Um, that I want it that way. Like apparently, yeah. Jake Jake tried. To recreate that magic again in, in pr- more lineups, and then it just wasn't working. No, <laughs> and I, I thought that was that was really nice as well. But no, it was such a good, it was such a good way to end the show. Um, and I did also like the kind of twist with um 
like Amy tricking Jake into thinking he'd gone into a coma for like seven years or whatever. That was insane. <laughs> I'm like, wait, what just happened? <laughs> yeah, I fell for it briefly. I did like, too. And I'm like, yeah. wait. Yeah. Yeah, because I was like, okay. Okay, no, I don't think this is legit. But then she, the way she kept going on, she was selling it real well. And I was like, she oh, was. okay, this might actually be legit. Like, what are they going to do? <laughs> but then she was like, nah, it's all fake. And then it reveals that they're in the in the middle of the precinct. Um, or was not it even like in half an hour later? <laughs> yeah, literally, I mean like half an hour or something. Oh, man. Man, man, man. It was great. It was so um, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So... But no, it was it was just a it was a brilliant way to really send off the show. I did I did get a little heartbroken um, when uh, Boyle found out that Jake was leaving mm. um, before Jake had the chance to tell him, and then he got all angry, and I was like, oh god, no, don't <laughs> don't end it like this, <laughs> don't end it like this. But no, they worked it out, so it's fine. Yeah. Um, it's fine. But yeah, that's that's my favorite episode this season. <laughs> yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Okay. Okay, Fulia. Um well, hit me with your top three characters. Go oh. on. <laughs> A tough question when there Very are so many tough characters. question. Yeah. Oh my goodness, there are so many good characters in that show and I absolutely love a lot of them. Like Honestly. And surprisingly, though, you'd think that I'd like the main, main character, Jake. Not in my top three, to be honest. Okay. <laughs> Interesting. Um, I will start off with um, Rosa Diaz. Hey. She's awesome. She's badass. Um, you know, just the fact that she's very direct with what she says and what she thinks <laughs> just makes me laugh so much. Mm-hmm. Um, and the fact that she just doesn't care about what other people think about her. Mm-hmm. She just mm-hmm. does not give a shit at all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that about her. Absolutely. Um, and the me fact too. that, she, and the fact that Rosa can, you know, find her own ways to win the heist. <laughs> yeah. All the heists in the past. Yeah. <laughs> very, very clever. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, Terry Cruz. Terry. Hey. Gotta love the yogurt-loving Terry. <laughs> <laughs> Sergeant Jeffords. <laughs> oh, yeah. Terry Jeffords was hilarious throughout the whole show. Um, just the fact that he's... Just try, like I said before, just trying to be a really good captain. So not captain, sergeant. Um, throughout this, throughout the whole time that he's there, he's trying to do the work. Um, I love that he's, you know, he's wearing his braces. Yeah, <laughs> that's suspenders. a good style choice for him. Yeah. Loved it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And every time it, there'll be some form form of reference to to the actual braces. Like I feel like I can't remember if it was in the final episode. Yeah, the final episode where he had the best looking braces for his interview. Yeah. <laughs> what were they like golden or something? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, like 
that man has style. <laughs> yes, he does. <laughs> um, and I love that fact that he's also very, he's very compassionate for his for his for his crew members for his for his staff. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And he really cares about them, and he helps them a lot. Um, and he's such a good character, honestly. Um, he'll he'll have his moments. <laughs> <laughs> he'll have his moments. But overall, it's just yeah, I I absolutely love Terry Jeffers. It's such a such a good character. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to also give an honorable mention to um, Kevin Cosner. <laughs> like he's not in the show that much, but whenever he does pop in, Mark Evan Jackson is just amazing playing that role mm-hmm. and i absolutely love kevin whenever he pops in <laughs> yeah same <laughs> he's so good um just these little quirks and stuff it's yeah it's hilarious um and it's hard to pick favorites um amy is you know is great she you know always she's very book smart very yeah. intelligent, always goes by the book in terms of the rules and laws and everything. Make sure that everything is perfect. She's such a perfectionist, um, which I really like about her. Um, man, Charles, Charles Boyle. <laughs> <laughs> I love his energy and his enthusiasm for his friendship with Jake. Yes. <laughs> it's so good. Uh, and just the amount of love he has for his best friend is undeniable. And you can, like, see how much he really, really cares for Jake and yeah. just wants to do everything with him and wants to know everything about him. <laughs> yeah. It's so good. But I'm going to have to say, I'd say my th- my final favourite um, character is Raymond Holt. <laughs> yeah, the serious face, no emotions. Raymond Holt. <laughs> Absolutely love that man. He just, no matter what is happening, just oh man, and especially in this last season, he's been able to crack a smile. And when he smiles, it actually looks really nice. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I like it when he smiles. Yeah. But most of the time, he's just very, he's just monotone, serious. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm angry. I'm sad. I'm happy. With yeah. nothing expressed. <laughs> so good. Man, Andre Brewer is just such a great actor. He's been able to put on that character's that 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 role. He's done amazing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely love it. Um, yeah, Raymond Holt, far out. <laughs> yeah, well done. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, well said. <laughs> well, they're my favorite characters. What are your favorite characters, Kendall? Or should I say, who are your favorite characters? Yes, who are my favorite characters? Uh, Yes, so from from three to one, 
Uh, plus some honourable mentions, most likely. Um, my third favourite um, has to be Boyle. <laughs> um, because the stuff he says and the fact that Joe Latruglio can keep a straight face yeah. when he's delivering this dialogue, like... I need to look up Brooklyn Nine Nine bloopers and see if he ever breaks because my word, like I reckon there are. <laughs> yeah, I just love, <laughs> like this episode, one of the episodes in the last season. There was this part where like Boyle said that uh, he and um, you know, um, he wants to go to town on Jake because apparently it's a common friendships phrase, <laughs> and then Jake's just like, oh, I've never heard of it. Like, oh, okay. Oh, um, wow. And then when um, <laughs> when he's like talking to Amy about offering his advice and help with Mac, he like call he refers to them as nip tips. Um, and then she's <laughs> she's like, what? It's like you know, you know, tips for you know, get nipping things in the butt, like you know, like nip tips. And, he, and she's like, you could have just said tips. And he's like, just the tip. Oh. <laughs> Gold, but then if I if I even had to pick a favorite quote of um of Boyle's uh, to this day, it remains this. Um, yeah, Bullets Over Broadway was on TV, and I came down with a big old Diane Weist infection, <laughs> like yeast. <laughs> it's so good. It's in one of the cold opens uh, a few seasons ago, and just the stairs that I go back and forth between Boyle <laughs> and Jake for like, it feels like it's an eternity. Like the camera just goes back and forth between, there's so much silence going on. And then I just love the way that Charles says, like yeast. <laughs> he gets so excited and happy with himself. It, ah, oh, peak comedy, peak comedy. Yeah. I love Boyle so much. He's just a stitch up. Um, my second favorite character, um, and this is a close second, I might add, close second, uh, has to be Rosa Diaz. Yeah. Um, she's just, oh my God, she is woman goals, right? Yeah. Like, you know, she's just such a badass, um, and just, uh, I don't know, I just love everything about her and she's not afraid to be herself. Um, in every respect, I love the way the show handled her coming out as bisexual, um, especially because Stephanie Beatriz in real life is bisexual as well. So that was really special. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I love the way that the show explored that and um, the way that she portrayed that as well was great. But, but Rose is just, she's, she's all, she's a, you know, she's going to be a surprise every time you're in a scene with her. You don't know how she's going to react or respond to, exactly. to stuff, you know, because she's so deadpan, so just very, like, serious all the time, um, resting bitch face, but, like, the best kind. Um, kind of similar to Raymond. A little, yeah, a little, yeah, except she's got a little more toot uh, about her, I suppose. Yeah. yeah, but very similar to Holt in that way. Um, so they make a good pairing, I think. Um, but I love, yeah, I love her. Uh, and the fact that also Stephanie Beatriz, that's not her voice. She no, puts it's that, not. She puts that voice on. Like yeah. her voice is naturally like a whole octave higher. Um, <laughs> I remember the first time I heard her speak, it was just, 
Wow. Shock. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I got whiplash. I was like, whoa, all right. You go, girl. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I just, I love everything about Diaz. I think she's a badass um, and, a, you know, and such a great female character on television too. So, um, yeah, I love her. And she gets, she gets to be funny so much too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm definitely here for her. Uh, the fact that da- she gets to also week. wear leather the whole time. Oh. I want, I want her wardrobe. Like, <laughs> she just walks around in these, like, boots and skinny jeans that look great, and this these leather jackets that just, oh my god, I want them. <laughs> and her hair, actually, I think I want her hair most of all because, she, like, that's what I wish my hair looked like was just like this beautiful curls kind of going on like you've got some nice curls oh some when they behave i can't (laughs) i cannot get my my curls to behave but when they behave they look similar to roses and and uh and i wish they looked like that all the time so (laughs) um but but yeah she's she's just wonderful i love her so much uh i have to give an honorable mention to amy yeah um amy santiago because uh she's i think she's a great representation of the the kind of uh brown noser character or your goody two-shoes character um you know your straight a nerd like bookworm character she's a very great representation of that and um you know i love her obsession for binders um Um, and stationary you know, in general, <laughs> and stationary in general, and the way it like kind of turns her on, I just think that's so funny. Um, Whenever Jake and, makes you know references to stationary, and yeah. it really gets her excited. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Um, and like I love their relationship in that aspect because um, Jake actually really likes the nerdy side of of Amy. Um, you know, <laughs> uh, he loves every part of her, and in- that includes her most dorkiest parts. Yeah. Uh, and for someone as cool and funny as Jack Peralta to to be a fan of that and even be turned on by it, like, <laughs> you know, he clearly has this kind of nerd fetish with her, and I, I just I think that's just I don't know. It's 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 great. It's a very healthy sexual relationship that they yeah. have, um, and the way. The way it's depicted is just super authentic and positive, you know, um, because you know nerds in the past, you know, we used to get picked on for for being good at good at academics and 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 all that stuff and and you know doing well and succeeding, and and here is a show that would if it was made ten years ago would have made fun of that character, mm. and granted in earlier seasons, you know, I think they do kind of make fun of Amy for that, but that's you know. When we're getting, Jake and Amy are getting together, you know, we have this, you know, love-hate relationship between the two of them. That's that's quite amusing. Mm. Um, but the fact that the show came around to really just support and respect that aspect of her, I just, I thought was awesome for representation yeah. as well. It's just, it's just super cool. Um, like the women on this, the women on this show are not really stereotypes at all. No. Uh, and I think that's, and same for the men really, but yeah. um, mar- mostly the women. Um, I, yeah, it's just awesome. Um, but let me get to my number one favorite character. And might I just say, Fulia, the great minds think alike because my favorite is also Raymond Holt. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, my word. I love Holt. Like, I cannot say enough how much I love him. And So good. Oh, he's just, he's one of the greatest TV characters ever, I think. Mm. He's just, uh, just the way, it's like what you said, the way Andre Brower delivers his dialogue and the, like, similar to, um, oh, who did I say before? Uh, Boyle, similar to Joe Latruglio delivering his dialogue and keeping a straight face, Holt has to keep even more of a straight face. And yep. so I really need to watch bloopers. <laughs> so I want to see if he breaks as well. Yeah. Because he has to be, you know, I, there's this, you know, there's a great moment from a few seasons ago where, you know, he's like, I am happy. Like, this is me happy. Like, you know, and he's just saying it and completely monotonous and he just looks blank. Yeah. Like, there's nothing on him that expresses joy. But he's like, I am happy. <laughs> All right. If you say so, we believe you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, I just I just love him just for who he is um, and how wonderful he is. The way that uh, Jake and Amy in particular look up to him and respect him and, <laughs> and want to be loved even somewhat obsessively <laughs> by him um, is just a joy to watch. Um, the fact that he's a black gay police captain uh you know is just phenomenal um i love his his rivalry with wunch uh it's one of the great the great uh you know uh good versus evil showdowns in in tv in tv i think between (laughs) holt and wunch um it's just wonderful and of course you know holt's relationship with kevin um again you're right about mark evan jackson he's like, there's no one else that could have played that character. No. Like, no one else. No, like, I don't think not, so. Not at all. No. And the fact that they are just that perfect for each other. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's just lovely. Uh, absolutely lovely. But if I, if I had to kind of sum up really why Holt is my favorite character, I just have one word. Bone! <laughs> Dare you, Detective Diaz? I am your superior officer. <laughs> Bone! <laughs> oh my god! Ah, oh, my—it's still—it is still my favorite moment in the entire show. That one gag. That one gag. <laughs> that one joke. The the bone scene. That's it. I love it. And then they brought it back in the finale, and I, I was like, yes. <laughs> Vindication. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Just, uh, I, I, I've seen that scene like several times. <laughs> I just watched so it on good. repeat. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> just the way his face kind of breaks. He's like, what did you say to me? <laughs> like when he first realizes ah. what Rosa said. And she's, <laughs> you two just need a bone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god it's so so good yeah Mwah. jeff's kiss absolutely to and to halt as a character uh, yep just uh amazing i love him i love him i love him thank you andre brower for being yes being this awesome character <laughs> over these eight seasons it's just just wonderful um so much joy oh 
So much joy. All right. <laughs> uh, my God, we're nearly at the end. Um, so I think we were just going to now finish, though, finish our discussion on on this last season, season eight of Brooklyn Nine Nine, by kind of talking about just our overall overall thoughts, kind of sum, summing it up a bit. Folio, how are you, how are you feeling about the last season? Um, I feel like this this last season was done really well. Um, it's it wrapped up a lot of different like character arcs. Um, very nicely. Yeah. And I'm glad that they gave it, you know, this, the, they got to, they got to end it in their own terms. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, just the way that, the, and the fact that they got to end it with a heist is yeah. my favorite thing mm-hmm. because what is Brooklyn Nine-Nine without a heist? Absolutely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Um, so overall, I think they've done a phenomenal job in finishing the series and I'm going to miss it so much, but that just means we'll be able to binge it whenever we want when they come out on DVD and Blu-ray (laughs) and on streaming services at some point. Yes, (laughs) yes, 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 yes. We can pick our favorite episodes to watch whenever the hell we want. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Kendall? What are your final thoughts? Um. Yeah. 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 No, I think I sh- kind of agree with everything you said. Like, um, such a great way to finish the show. Uh, I think they've ended on a high, yeah. and like you said, they were able to go out in their own terms, um, which almost didn't happen because you know, as you all know, the show was cancelled. Um. A couple of years ago, um, mm-hmm. but then resurrected by by the power of the internet, um, uh, and wow, that was that was something. <laughs> <laughs> that was something, yeah. Because it just felt. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if maybe the network felt the show had run its course or it wasn't rating as well as it used to. But but for them to cancel that show was just a stupid decision because it is such a culturally relevant show. Yeah. Uh, pop culture as well, like, you know, we all reference certain characters and certain quotes throughout everyday life. You know, it's just, it's just, it's, it became a part of meme culture as well. Like, you know, there's just so much to love about the show. Um, so yeah, I was, when, when it was given new life at NBC, I was very happy. Uh, very, very happy that, that it was able to, to, to live out the rest of it um properly but i was very yeah very sad that they decided to end it but you know eight seasons is is a hell of a run it's um, a great run yeah that is a fantastic run that is nothing to to snooze at that's for sure um you know the show won emmys the show won golden globes like it's super successful and you know now it'll be in syndication around the world and uh yeah on streaming services for us to enjoy um, and yeah, I just, I know, I just think this season really just, t- they touched on everything they wanted to touch on. Um, they returned and said farewell to characters. Um, you know, we even got a Pimento cameo in the yeah, last we episode, did. which was super random as well. <laughs> Can I also mention yeah. the fact that this, this whole season right up until the very end, Hitchcock was just a face on a tablet. I know. And was that? 
Was that because of COVID? I'm like I'm, I'm not I, sure. I maybe. I think. Well, I think in the show in the first episode they explained it was a COVID quarantine thing. Like he was stuck in this other country quarantining because he was there when COVID happened. I think we find out that he actually retired. So he retired from the force. Um. And then as the plant pandemic was playing out, Hitchcock used that as the segue to retire. Uh, and instead of heading to work every day, he moved to Brazil. <laughs> That's right. He moved to yeah. Brazil. <laughs> yeah. So he's just constantly on. Um, I'm just having a look at seeing. While no officials involved in the show have addressed it, some fans have a few theories as to why he wasn't physically there until the last episode. Uh, of course, the first thing that pops into mind is maybe uh, the actor, Dirk Blocker, was exposed to COVID-19 and he was unable to make it to set. Um, one Reddit user wondered this in a subreddit dedicated to the show asking, I get that Hitchcock would jump at the opportunity of retiring as soon as possible, but it is really sad only seeing him on an iPad. Did he have COVID when they were filming these first few episodes? Uh, another theory popped up on the same subreddit, but wondering if Dirk has medical issues that make him a higher risk of catching the virus. Mm. He's, he's probably one of the high risks of getting it. Um, but I still think by the end of the season, he'll show up. I think this was published before the end. Um, though Dirk has neither come out to say he had COVID, um, nor said he had any dangerous medical issues, he is 64, um, which puts him in a higher risk bracket than the other cast members. Um, and then the showrunners haven't shared about what much to expect on the show, but it's possible. Oh, okay, yeah, so this was published before the end. Okay, so yeah, we don't know. Yeah. Have There's been no confirmation as to why, um, yeah, he was only on an iPad. Um, but it makes for a funny gag. I mean, it was kind of disappointing that he wasn't there for the most of the time with Scully. Um, but, um, but, you know, he was still there in a way, and then mm. he came back... For the last episodes. So, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, interesting. Interesting. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, I don't really think I have too much more to add. Uh, I just think that they they really finished it up the way that they wanted to finish it up. Um, and I was so thankful they were able to do so while being super funny and emotional mm. at the same time. I cried so much in that last episode. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I also really liked that that final shot of the entire squad in in the elevator, and then the way the door closed, and just before it closed, Jake like smiled. Yeah. And then the, and then the door shut, and I was like, oh no, it's over. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, how lucky are we to have a show like that? Yes, definitely. Mm, yeah. Cool. All right. I think that's it. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. My yeah. That's good. Yeah, good. gonna miss that show. I know. I know. <laughs> Rewatches will Re-watchings. be happening. Rewatchings, yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. And we'll be looking at all of the bloopers that we can find on the internet. <laughs> yeah, I think I'm gonna do that before I go to bed. I'm like yeah. Brooklyn Nine Nine bloopers. <laughs> bloopers. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that's what I did after I finished The Office last year. I just went on YouTube and went down a rabbit hole of watching Office bloopers. This is like. There's this, like, one YouTube channel that has just compiled all of them. Oh, nice. Um, and so, yeah, there's, like, fi- it's, like, 10, 15 minutes per season. Yeah. Like, per video. Yeah, it's great. So, hopefully, someone's done that for Brooklyn Nine-Nine as mm. well. Um, but, yeah. 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 We will miss it, but, yeah. 
look forward to rewatching it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, Fulia. What's your October looking like? <laughs> Pretty much the same as this month, really. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not much to look forward to, um, apart from uh, hopefully getting my second dose of the vaccine, Ooh. which will be at the end of the month of October. Um, apart from that, I'm just going to continue doing the streamies. I'm going to be working. Um, going to continue watching awesome stuff on streaming services and whatever pops up. And yeah, <laughs> I don't know what else I could say. I don't know what to expect in October, knowing that I can't go anywhere. <laughs> so yeah. That's mm. that's gonna be my month. How about you, Kendall? <laughs> yeah, look, probably about the same for me. Um, I guess the only thing to kind of look forward to is that when it's over, we'll be able to go and do stuff. Yeah. Um, and if you know everyone gets, if we get to you know seventy, eighty percent double dosed uh, earlier than projected, then you know who knows? By the end of October, we might actually be able to go see each other. So, but. I'm not getting my hopes up because mm. if there's one thing I've learned through COVID, it's don't get your hopes up. Yeah, no. <laughs> that that way lies badness. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm just going to be going to work again. Very lucky to have a job through yep, all this. Same. Yeah, both of us. Uh, very grateful. Um, and then, yeah, continue my binge of the X-Files. I'd say... Next time we meet, I'll probably be in season four. Um, but I'll hold myself to that now. Um, <laughs> and yeah, whatever else. Um, I will mention Free Guy is about to drop on Disney+. Plus. Oh, yes! For free. No pun intended. Um, <laughs> and uh, we haven't had a chance to actually go see it at the movies because it came out the, the week after uh, we entered lockdown back in August. So... Um, yeah, I would love to have seen it at the, at the cinema for the first time, but if I like it enough when I watch it, I will, um, I'll be going to the movies to see it when the cinemas reopen, that's for sure. Um, but it, by all accounts, it's a wonderful film, so I can't wait. Can't wait to watch it. Um, ah, so, it's going to be good. It's going to be good. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then of course, yeah, apart from that, it'll just be more podcasting and more filming probably. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause what if is ra- wrapping up next week? So, yeah, the time of recording, there's only two episodes left. And then it's no Marvel shows until Hawkeye in November. So, mm-hmm. and that's going to be good. So we'll have to come up with other things to talk about. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we will find. I'm sure we will. I'm sure there'll be things to discuss <laughs> very soon. Yes. All right. Um, that's it from us, I think. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that is that's it. Um are we we gonna try and sync this up? Like we we're so good at doing it. I mean, you know, that's uh, one of the joys of remote recording is that we can we can sync things quite easily. Yeah. You know? <laughs> Time things so easily. It's gonna sound great, isn't it, Fulia? It's gonna be wonderful. Absolutely wonderful. <laughs> Uh, all right and <laughs> that's a wrap on, on this, this monthly, monthly. <laughs> <laughs>
Nice. Nice, nice, nice. Remember to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter for the latest Fred content. If you like to listen to Fred the Alien, you can find us on SoundCloud, Spotify, or Apple Podcasts. If you like to watch Fred the Alien, you can head on over to youtube.com forward slash Fred the Alien production. That was a full year. That was a Kendall. And, and you just you just experience the monthly, the monthly at, at Winifred's. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. Yay, another episode in the bank. In the bank, indeed. But not earning us money. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's not why we're here. <laughs> we're earning the fans. That's what we need. Just yes, the fans. Yes. Yes. Uh, free guy, remember, on Disney Plus. Hashtag not sponsored. Not sponsored. <laughs> Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you. Hope you have a good week. Good have month. A good month, even. Have a good month. Have a good month. Have a great month. <laughs> have a great month. And we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.